said row, row, row your boat. <laughs> Hi, Kat. Hi, John. said hi to hi, me so- hi sophie oh, hi, so- i'm still laughing at the microphone because was- we've been playing row 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 your boat with, with nico. nico and i almost said row 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 your boat into the microphone you want to come say hi you want to come say hi nico yeah yeah, yeah here you know, yeah. for everybody he's getting so big very excited <laughs> <laughs> say you gotta say row 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 your boat row 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 your boat no. no, no. All right, let's get to it. All right, it's like oh, Rock Mom Bugs doesn't Bunny. like it when we're just goofing right around. Donna, Kathy, I can't believe we're back. It's been almost a year. <laughs> I know it feels like it. It's definitely a new year. Happy New Year! Happy, Happy new, new Year, year everybody! Year. I know we took a little vacation time. We really needed it. Mm-hmm. I know I really needed it. The yeah. holiday season this year was so crunched. The three weeks was very stressful. It was like Thanksgiving and then Christmas. <laughs> what was it like? What was <laughs> And then no one did anything and for New Year. Oh, well, you did something. I what did you did. Yeah, you hung out with I friends. I went to Connecticut. I hung out with friends. Yeah. Uh, we had chicken wings in the air fryer, which was dynamite. That's what we did. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. Yeah, row, row, row Are your you boat. Singing? Yeah. All right. He keeps handing me stones like I need I it. I think you need it. I There's think a little lapis lazuli. You need lapis me. lazuli for your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Close your mouth. <laughs> Sophie has some extraordinary things right, to report. So go ahead, come oh, on. we're going to start with me. Oh yes. yes. Um. Okay. So me and a um. What active listener is that? What you guys call your I following? I call her Karen Pickles. Oh, okay. Well, me and KP, <laughs> shout out in the bathtub. I bet she's <laughs> listening right now in the bathtub because this is her bathtub time. Um, have opened up our salon and spa Yay. that we've been Yay. working on for so long, and why I'm not here on Mondays because that was our only day off together. Um, it's amazing. It's really beautiful, and it's really been a growth process for me and our business, right? Yay! <laughs> 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 and uh, and you should check us out online. Go to uh, www.beautyritualsalonandspa.com. <laughs> 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 we do online bookings, and uh, we have some great services and workshops to come. So it's going to be really exciting. I am so proud of you thanks you've been wanting this since you were two yeah and you you've uh you definitely make things happen yeah and that's what we talk about is when you have a a feeling a passion you gotta go for it right forward yeah like like day one while i was working i felt so natural like this is what i've been wanting to do and it's just felt natural and funny story me and Karen found out that we were both curly-haired children with mothers that didn't know what to do with our hair. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we both had to get those really short cuts, and oh. I think that's what made us become like in cosmetologists in the future. Yeah. Because pretty bad. Because we wanted to learn about our hair I, because my we loved is it. That I had a mom who didn't know how to deal with my curly hair, so she brushed it, oh, like terribly, and then just pulled it really tight. Uh, you know, to the side. Yeah. The and I say that's why With I have a sense of humor. Because if you couldn't, I had to laugh. Yeah. Had to laugh. 
That's funny. Yeah. You know, I, I just look like Shirley Temple. I don't know if you know who she is. I yeah, just you were just fucking cute no matter what, I'm Mom. cute no I still you look still, cute. You're still I very cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. I know. I can't help it. I look the same. Like, I don't yeah. look the same. I look older, but still, like, goofy. I don't know. I don't have, like, the sexy, you know, thing on. But anyway. Anyway, I do. I, I guess. <laughs> anyway, you got the sexy I'm, thing on. I have a sexy thing on. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, and I'm proud you. of Karen too. I mean, it, yeah. it takes. I think it takes a lot of courage. To it takes a lot of courage to take a chance. Yeah, it definitely is. And um, stray away from like you know the unknown. Right. It's not like you go into work, you get a paycheck, and you exactly. know what's going to happen. What you do is you work your ass off, and you figure out you don't. You figure out you got to do your best, and you don't know the outcome. Yeah. So it's total trust in spirit. And faith that you're going to be okay. Yeah, that was the biggest lesson during this whole entire thing. Even in how the salon looks. Like you have this image in your head of how things are going to run. How things are going to look. How you're going to act. But it's not like how you pictured it. And it's a hundred times better. Because it's, you know... Right. It's in the stars. It is. It's all all the divine takes care of that stuff. You just got to trust your gut. And just keep the faith alive. And you're going to succeed no matter what. There's no such thing as failing, just quitting, you know? Hmm. All about perspective. Yeah. It's all about perspective. I agree. I agree with that. Can I just note that everyone just took the microphones out of the I stands? Because I got to sit back in my... Every- <laughs> well, I'm everyone's to taking Nico. Um, yeah, you might have to take yeah. him in. All right, and all right, on Nico, that note, thank you so I'm going to take Nico and we're going to eat something. All right, bye, Nico. All right, I love you all. I love you. Say bye. Say, oh, row, row, he gave row your boat. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. good. First of all, we have a future singer on our hands. He's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. McNamara. <laughs> oh, oh, he wants to hang out. He with loves us. us so much. Aww, the baby. He's gonna be so mad. He's so mad. I love it because the house. Sophie lives with us now, and the house has an, an addition where our where the spirit room is where we are right now and if i'm doing a reading he bangs on it <laughs> and i usually say is that your spirit like you know they don't know that i have a little demon. baby i said is that your I said, is like, that a demon I, and, I, and i'll have a shock look on my face like did you hear that like it's <laughs> <laughs> mean it is mean it's fantastic and you said you had a psychic story to tell oh my god i do have a psychic story to tell so this last, the l- since solstice, we've talked about the different ascension that's happening. Everything is changing in the universe. Everybody is moving forward. And so the clients that have been coming to me has been a little different. It, they need a little bit more than what I'm usually <laughs> used to. And so this last week or so, uh, somebody just wanted a card reading. So I have a I have a satellite office somewhere. So I go to the satellite office and I just bring my cards. I knew it was going to be. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a li- little extra money. Just do a little reading. I don't have to do spiritual work every single time. Sometimes people just want a card reading, you know. Mm-hmm. So I bring my cards. That was basically it. And um, I'm I need a name for her. We need to come up with a name. I have to use a different name. Oh, um, uh, hold on a second. That's Let's call her Abby from Eat is Enough. <laughs> Abby. So Abby <clears throat> sits, she comes into the house and my, I don't know what it was, but my hairs, you know, like 
everything. All of a sudden, I felt Archangel Michael like stand in front of me. I felt Jesus just come in. It was like really paralyzing. And I just was like, okay, I don't think this is just going to be a card reading. Mm. I think this is going to be a little bit more. And when she sat across from me, I felt like I was being choked. I felt like there was something else going on. And I looked at her, and she's an, she's an older woman, uh, beautiful older woman. Uh, not that older women aren't beautiful, but I just want to, you know, she's she tries very hard to keep presence, you know, like she's just is together. She tries to be, you know, that kind of thing. So you wouldn't expect me to say things like, how many times have you had a reading in the last six months? And she was like 16 times. Mm. And that's a conversation I like to have with everybody, you know, with you guys listening is that think about and, and I'll come back to the story. But I see people regularly, which is twice a year for readings. If you need, you know, spirit work, usually more often counseling, it's regular. But if you're looking for psychic reading, like what is happening in the future, there's a problem. Because you, there's an insecurity somewhere of not of being afraid of the unknown. And you can see it in her eyes that she only found comfort when she was with spiritual people because she was spiritual herself and didn't know it. Mm -hmm. We have conversations about this all the time, about how you don't know you're really spiritual until you have these experiences and you don't know you're having experiences until we talk about it. And so... The end result was I looked at her. I said, I cannot give you a reading right now because you have demonic presence. And it wasn't like just she had she had some kind of really deep seated, not just negative energy. It was deep. And so we I ended up doing an exorcism. <laughs> it was dramatic. <laughs> there was vomiting. There was a lot of stuff going on. And it was so spontaneous how it happened. And I know that. The people I was who was who were helping me. I wasn't alone. There was other people helping me. That I think we saved this woman's life. I think that this was something so unexpected that it was just time to let go of things that felt normal. Mm -hmm. And so I I was proud and happy to say, we're going to stop this now. After this, you're not going to need another psychic reading. I think you're going to feel comfortable in your own body. And it's going to be okay. And you could tell the house lit up. Like everything just felt comfortable and okay. And I felt everybody was at ease. And her face looked bright and beautiful. Her eyes were glistening. We were, I didn't feel drained at all. I had so much, you know, spiritual help. So the, two days later, though, this was, this was on a Thursday. So on Sunday. And I woke up. And usually I can maintain pretty well. I didn't realize, like, you can't take for granted the work that you do, you know, so I was just doing my every day and I woke up and I was kind of snappy and I'm not a snappy person normally. Mm. I mean, it happens, but I, that's not my core. So Sophie's like, what the fuck? You know, and Henry's like, what's going on? You know, like I just started crying and like I cried because he wouldn't go for he, he was too tired to go for his walk that he committed to do. It was like really bizarre. And he's just like, I don't know what to do with you right now. And then I came home. We had to we had to put the Mazda away and then came home. And I go in the bathroom to take a shower. I get scratched. Mm. I got scratched. I saw it like it's like on my hand. Mm. And I saw it happen. And I said, that's what's happening. Mm. So you know what I love? I love that I have a family that's what I'm <laughs> like, get in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> in the living room now. Code red in the living room. So I had calling all cars. It was like all everybody in the middle of the living room. And I did, you know, I, you know, mm -hmm. did the Lord, did everything I can. And then all of a sudden we all just got really calm because the baby was going a little bit wacky too. Mm -hmm. And I realized it was trying to get in. And you know what? It couldn't. 
-hmm. It's like, you know why? Because there was no fear. Mm-hmm. I had no fear. I saw it and I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you ready yeah. for this? Yeah. Don't make me. Right. So that's what the, the point of the story is that, you know, you carry around things for so long, you don't realize it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. You reach for things to try to make your life better and you feel like you're hitting your, ge- your head against the wall. Maybe you should think about why. Maybe it's deeper than you really realize. Mm-hmm. But if you're attaching yourself to something to make your an addiction to make yourself feel better because there's a void, like I thought it was interesting. I kind of knew that she had an addiction to readings because she was trying to find to fill a void or have somebody couldn't couldn't help her. And I'm glad I was the one that helped her finally. Sixteen read like it's a lot of readings to, but it wasn't just readings. And I told her I said there were people who wouldn't read for you. They were like, yeah, I don't know why. They just shut the door on me. Yeah. Well, because you're walking around with like, you know, hoovy people. (laughs) People with hooves. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) scary. It's kind of scary when you have black pigs walking around. It's kind of (laughs) scary. Black pigs. I don't know what to call them. They look crazy. Jody. (laughs) It's it's just like. Jody from Amityville. (laughs) That's it. The oogly booglies. Like that look Mm -hmm. really that try to follow you. Mm. And they they can follow you. That's how I feel about spiders. It's an, it has hooves. They, they have hooves. They will follow you. And they will. From room <laughs> to, to room. room. The only animal, they follow you because they want to live in your body. First of all, this is not fact. This is a disclaimer. This is for entertainment uh, purposes only. It's a fact. It's, it's a Donna fact. <laughs> it's such your fear fact. Dark, warm, moist. I, who That's wouldn't they want? want? They want to crawl right in your body. Okay. Ugh. Like scorpions in a cacti, like yeah. <laughs> just can explode. Yes, That's gross. Yes, let me finish. Let me finish okay. the story. Let me finish the story. Go ahead. I think that I finished. I think I finished <laughs> the story. I just wanted to stop talking about the spiders. So, well, what's interesting the, is that that segues into there were two animal spirits that came up recently. So you did uh, on Patreon. You pulled our animal spirit of the year, and you pulled a koala. Which was the first, which was interesting, the koala was the first card I pulled last year. No. Yeah, it was the first, because Josh gave me the deck. So I don't remember if it was the summertime, maybe a year and a half. But I pulled yeah. that card again. It was the first card I pulled out of that deck. So I was familiar with the, with the animal. But yeah, mm-hmm. for, the, for the animal spirit of the year for all of us, all everybody listening, was the koala. And then you said, well, they all have chlamydia. Right. So I did say that. So you did bring the spirit into the conversation. <laughs> I did. Yes. No. And then you were going on about what it actually means in the animal spirit, animal shamanic world. Yeah. Which is. All right. Uh, is about spirit taking the lead. Right. Trusting that your intuition. Trusting your intu- That's like spirit, uh, like loosening up yourself to really trust your path and let the spirit take over. Let it drive. Let it drive the car. Yeah. Let it drive the car. Um, and then I thought it was really interesting that shortly after that, the news became consumed with Australia uh, so literally, sad. you know, burning uh, to the ground. Right. And now the world is trying to rush in and help save the koalas. I find it very interesting right. that at the same time that there is that... Uh, 
significance, the symbol of the koala in animal shamanism, that is the message that came through you was, you know, trust your spirit, you know, uh, connect with your intuition. At the same time, on the earth plane, the koalas are endangered. Yeah. So what does that mean? Right? I know, so I didn't even think about um, it. It's a rhetorical oh, question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm active. You can't, you can't answer that for everybody. I'm in I it. find it very interesting that, you know, to me, it, it also, um, it ties together. Like, it's easy to say, trust your spirit, live authentically, live um, seeking joy. At the same time, the fucking earth is burning to the ground. Right. That's what I say. So to me, um, it, it was both. It was a dichotomy of, you know, trust your intuition, live spiritually. In the meantime, they're burning. Right. So... Um, so in talking about, in talking about what we want to talk about in the podcast and things like that, I'm like, we really need to talk about coping with that. Like, how do, how do you maintain that balance? So we're told to, uh, follow our spiritual path, live with joy. Don't be, don't live with fear. And right. we try to do that. You and I try mm -hmm. to do that at the same time. It's a little hard when everything around you feels like it's burning to the ground. Literally and figuratively. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So there was a lot to think about. And um, I think that, like, uh, I made some changes in my personal life. Like, uh, Chris and I got rid of cable. And I know that sounds like not a big deal. No, because I haven't had cable in, like, years. Well... I'm a I'm a channel flipper and I inherited we've talked about this. Right. We've, I inherited from my mom the news in the background all the time. Right. right. And oh, my God, it we always had depressed. my mom always had CNN going or whatever. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, there's so all the, you know, growing up in the 80s and into the 90s. The, all the pinnacle moments like I can specifically remember like dad mom's at her desk because she worked from home. And the TV was on and it's, you know, I don't know, Janet Reno burning down Waco. I mean, like I remember, I, you know, you know what's what so mean? funny is I was just thinking about that. We were at the dinner table and we had the black and white TV in the kitchen, yeah. the small one and the Berlin wall. I didn't understand what was going on and mom was watching it. Yeah. Mom watched every all the time. I inherited that. Right. Like I, I, now I listen to podcasts. I listen to, um, serious radio a lot i just i always kind of have things on in the background and i have just news a lot in the morning the first thing i do is turn on cbs da -da -da. Right. so in getting rid of cable we had to be very conscious of our um, apps and our download like how we consume right television and it just uh just by doing that i have cut out a lot of the background noise so my information seeking is much more uh deliberate right and uh, that's only been it's only been two weeks and it's really made a difference. The noise in my head is a lot less. The news is very depressing. It's 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 very depressing. It's, it's a lot of negative like it ha it's happening. It's, it's fear real. based. It's, it's just all fear based. fear based. It's every like and then yeah. the world is so big yeah. that there's other things also happening. They're just choosing to pick what's they think is the major aspect that it's usually 
pretty dark. But also, you, uh, you know, to me, I don't think it's the big stuff that is what had been permeating my subconscious. It's the stupid bumpers of like, is your house killing you? News oh, at 11. <laughs> you know, it's, um, you know, w- uh, what's in your refrigerator that can kill you? Right. Like it's, it's, um, you know, home invasion. Yeah. How many people, God forbid, right? How many people do you know? Think about all the people that you know. Right. How many do you know have been through a carjacking, right. no. a home invasion, right. getting shot? Okay. There are people who could probably name one or two people, especially people who work in, right. um, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement, law enforcement yeah. right? So in our world. Yeah. Okay. And yet that, why is that a daily conversation for me? Right. Right. So I had to think, why do I need to listen to that kind of droll, negative droll? On the daily, subconsciously, in the background. Why do I have that on my p- in the background? So um, I just had to make conscious decisions about what do I have on in the background. I I became obsessed with Iggy Pop has a BBC uh, radio show. Okay, and uh, you're welcome, world, <laughs> for sharing that. I had no idea. Pe- cool people know. I thought I was cool, but um, apparently I'm not. And um, uh, he has hours and hours of eclectic music, and he talks about why he chose that music. I put that on in the background right. instead of just the news, even BBC. I think that you know when I when I think that I'm up like we're talking about coping. How do we cope in this world with everything in the crazy background world. in yeah. this crazy world? And there had there's always these extremes because I'm extreme. I'm an iso- I isolate. Yeah, I'm an isolator. So how I cope is I'm in my spirit room and my background music is usually nothing. I usually have nothing in the background. I usually or I have maybe some some music, you know, light music, chimey music, but I usually have nothing in the background. The quieter it, it is, the easier for me it is to cope. And I don't even mean background music. Mm-hmm. Like like I love TV. I watch TV, but it, uh, the news, I, I like to watch the news so I know what's going on, but I feel like it's filtered. For what they want yeah. me to see. Yeah, yeah. That makes me upset. Yeah. So I don't know. How do you cope in this crazy world? What are you doing to kind of, but you know, I think that taking away that noise is also helpful. I think that when I was talking before, um, that my clientele has changed. I'm, I'm seeing uh, people who are light workers themselves and healers themselves are coming to me to have support because. They feel like they need to help more people in this crazy world because they know something's coming up. Mm -hmm. So that's an alarm for me. Yeah. That I'm like, hey, why are you seeing like you're a light. You're like a worker and you're doing this. Like, why are you coming to see me? Although I I'm grateful and humble that you want to that uh, that they come to me. But they need the support because their clientele is changing because everybody's afraid. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of fear. It's all fear based thinking that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, so what can we do to not allow, you know, that fear buzz be around us? You know, I think about um, if if I said to you, hey, Kath, we're going to go for a hike tomorrow. Right. You know, just a small two-mile hike. Right. You'll still prepare. You're going to put on good socks and good shoes. Maybe I'll have a little granola bar. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have water on you. You prepare yourself for that activity. Right. We don't do enough preparing for 
regular days that are coming at us. Bingo. That's good. That's a good. First of all, I was really impressed with the analogy. I understood what you were saying. It's great. It's fantastic. (laughs) Okay. I'm in. That you have to arm yourself with the person who wants to repeat the terrible news all the time. (laughs) Did you hear what Donald Trump did? Da, 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 da. I don't live under a rock. Of course I do. It's just not going to be my bone of contention 24-7 because I'm going to get an ulcer otherwise. Right, right. Okay. So I I kind of of stopped that. I don't need the political discourse. I know how I vote. I know what I care about. I know where I put my money. Um, I do support people. Right. I like, you know, the fire drill Fridays thing that's happening. I like that, et cetera. That's me. I don't need to vomit that all over everybody I know. And I don't need to posture about it. Right. And I don't really want to accept people posturing, even if they're exactly on my side. I don't need that to be prevalent. So I think the coping... Kind of like sunscreen. Sunscreen. So talking about coping with what's going on in our outside world is this, is focusing on what we have control over. Right. I think a lot of times we can't cope because we this is what I just feel is that we think so far ahead and we control in our mind what we think is happening and it's not real Mm. and we don't have control over it. Mm -hmm. So before you walk out the door, what do I have control over and what don't I have control over? You can still have empathy and you can still support people on the front lines, but there's more jobs behind the lines too. Yeah. So, I like that thought. I like that thought. Like my purpose, my sole purpose is maybe to talk to the light workers who are talking to the people who have the anxiety when right. they're on the front lines. And that's right. my job. Right. You and I had a great conversation. My job is not the manager. I am not the manager of the sisters are in. Yeah. And all oh is still you're I, like you're airing our dirty laundry. There's no okay. dirty laundry. There's yeah. no dirty laundry. Yeah. It's about it's about knowing your role. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm projecting on what I think my role should be and not process that, I'm causing chaos. Right. I'm jumping to conclusions. Right. I'm causing emotional uh, stress. I'm causing uh, projecting. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We project what's happening in the world. Know your role that day. Today, my role is I'm having a conversation. We're talking about how to cope in this crazy world. I'm not going out there in the microphone like Billy on the street (laughs) to ask. That's not my role. That's Billy on the street's role. Right. I think if we, if we calm down, Mm -hmm. take a deep breath and just say, what is my role today? Yeah. I think we can take all that energy we project outside and bring it in ourselves and start doing rational thinking. And we start doing rational behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have we all have a role in this democracy. But my role is once a year when I go out and I vote. Mm-hmm. My I'm not that person to go out and pick it and do all that yeah. because my role is to be here to help yeah. the healers and yeah. the light workers yeah. so that they can help. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that if we just calm down, yeah, and bring ourselves back to the reality of who we're supposed to be. Yeah. We all have a great purpose. Yeah. 
I remember dad and I having a great conversation about that, about purpose. He's like, we need a cab driver. We need cab drivers in the world. Oh, yeah. I talk we about it all the time. We need waitresses to, to bring time. us the food we need sometimes when we need a break to go out to dinner. We need the person at the cash register. We need those people. Yes. We need people to um, hold our hand right. to teach us how to do paperwork when we're doing our taxes. Right. Everybody has a purpose. We all have grandiose ad- right grandiose ideas we had this conversation we talked about like sophie hated school so much so much she hated um writing and reading and it's not her thing right and there was so much pressure for her where are you going to college where are you going to college where are you going to college and you know what i need somebody who's really talented who loves to cut hair to cut my hair and so we had a long talk about like you know college is the the pressure to go to college is bullshit um, for everybody because we need people to do right big stuff right you know right and yeah yeah so i think that the first i think the first thing is know your role i'm gonna i'm just writing it down on my computer notes okay good <laughs> know your role because it was really good know your role yeah and and i think that when you take a deep breath and you really understand that your role is important you're a teacher. It's important. And if you your role is a leader of some sort, step up. up. Don't don't um, hide from confrontation. No. If you have a leadership mm-hmm. role, like I, a pet peeve of mine is when people assume a responsible role and they don't like confrontation. It's kind of impossible yeah. to be successful as a leader right. and avoid confrontation. Right. Every good leader has confrontation. That's how you make change. It's how you communicate through that confrontation. And it is how you make change. So um, if conversely, like, like know your role, know your role, calm down or step up, calm down or step up. That's what I did this last, you know, I, I really have claimed that this is my role. As yeah. a spiritual leader. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? I'm claiming it. Yeah. So when I get scratched up, did I panic? No. <laughs> I went in. I was like calling out cars, family in the center, did right. my protection, right. did it, and it went away. And now we've healed people. That's my role. Right. And so for me to take on something that's not my role, it causes chaos, conflict, causes not the path. It causes not the path that you're supposed to. It causes to. not the path. <laughs> is that a phrase? That is not a sentence. It I bet they are calling all bananas. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying. You know me. You know me. But it's true, Don. What's your role? Once you figure it out, everything. I think that's how you're going to cope. It's all about rational thinking. It helps with rational thinking. We're going to take a break. I want to see what Nico's doing. It's all about Nico. <laughs> okay. back 
Hey. Hey. Hey, that was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. I am serious. You know, I made sense, except for the last part. You knew you stopped when <laughs> I stopped making sense. Yeah, it was time for a break when you made up a sentence that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week is the full moon. Oh, yeah. Talk about and it. And we had um, a really fantastic crowdcast solstice. Yeah. And put things in motion. Uh, doing ritual and um, I have to say on a personal level that uh, being held accountable by our Patreon circle <laughs> like having to do the work <laughs> I'm like damn thank you circle doing the work uh, a lot of change has happened in my in my head I'm so excited yes i um, looking forward to this full moon it's the wolf moon I should have looked this up before you didn't I look sat down you that you were doing so good mm, Don look sure it up it's the wolf moon I'm All gonna right. look it up Look it up right now. Talk about it. <laughs> you can't uh, sing your way through the this. light. The light <laughs> came back after solstice. That's the point of it. January. Full mo- you can talk. Cap. Oh, I am. I'm just watching. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So it is the wolf moon. It's the wolf moon. Yes. And talk. What about it? The wolf moon. What does that entail? You know what? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I love the January full moon. I always have because it's um, it's the first full moon after the solstice. It's bringing, you know, the time of year where it's like we're kind of waking up a little bit. Yeah. The, there's more light in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of, you know, breaking out of our little winter shell towards action. Right. And I know technically winter starts with the solstice. Right. But the darkest time of the year is before. And so now it's coming to Groundhog's Day is my favorite, which is uh, Candlemas in the pagan wheel of the year. And the the seeds that you've sown now start popping. Right. So if you've been thinking about ideas, you're thinking about ideas, you're popping off ideas. Now's the time. If you had a great idea to do something, now's the time to start. You know, the last uh, two months, you've been thinking about it, wondering, <laughs> now's the time to make your list. So it's like incubating. It's incubating time uh-huh. to let them well, grow. Well, it's, it's more than incubating. It's sowing and it's yeah. popping up. Yeah. Like the milk carton little plants we had in second grade, the little plants. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's what I went to. I went there. I don't know why. I went to second grade. I went to second grade. Uh, yeah. So if you've had an idea, make your list. Make your list for Friday the tenth. The tenth. Yeah. yeah. Make your list and know that uh, between now and February second, it's you like if you pick a fight with somebody, it's gonna it's gonna blow up. Oh shit! Like on the uh, you know February second. Like, oh shit! You know if you. Like if you're thinking about breaking up with someone, this is when like you think about breaking up with them and then every single fucking thing (laughs) they do drives you absolutely crazy. And then you just kind of explode like you have to avoid that. Oh, because now's the time. Like if you're going to do it, do it. You will manifest things. Uh, You will manifest things whether you want to manifest them or not. That is great. That's the wolf moon. First of all, that's a great report. Jeez. We were talking about that at the kitchen table a couple minutes ago because we had um, last week on Patreon, we had uh, the card, the card of day on Patreon was um, the message was 
to to react without action. Don't oh, the be badger. You, well, we're going to talk about the oh. badger now because it, it sparked that. Yeah. It sparked that. Is last week we had a conversation about. It's really important to really be mindful of your emotional thinking and that not to react aggressively. Like being aggressive is not going to create a healthy communication because it comes from an emotional base. Oh, yeah. And then now you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So now, so this week for Mm -hmm. for Patreon, the animal spirit of the week was the badger and the badger came out. And I was like, huh, this is kind of conflicting, but not really when we start looking at, um, you know, when I got message from badger, it was about being aggressive be needing to be aggressive to make life changes in your life. Like you're mm-hmm. saying it, it from the moon, it makes perfect sense why it came out is that being a, there's a health, there's a difference between being aggressive and being assertive. Mm-hmm. Being assertive is not a violent way to make things happen. It's just being assertive, stepping up first, you know, not being afraid of conflict, being solution based. Aggressive is the finger pointing, <laughs> making shit happen, not stopping and not thinking about other people around you. Uh, but the badger is saying that it's healthy if it's self-based thinking. So be aggressive in changing your life yeah. to, to be free. Yeah. Like fight. It's kind of a fighting to yourself yeah. out. Like when I ripped out the cable box, like unplugged it, ripped it out. Were you aggressive? I was. You were a badger. I was just like. First, we gotta get rid of this. Like you were like dead. I pulled it and out. And you did it because you had to do it to change your life. Yeah, it was gonna be better. Yeah, you have to be aggressive sometimes yeah. to make change happen in your life. Because we had procrastinated doing it. We talked yeah. about doing it months ago. But it's also koala because you're following a feeling. Yeah. True. You are. You're following. Uh-huh. To point. I'm pointing a dot. I'm you're very pointing. I at like pointing. Poke my chest. <laughs> Step back. It's <laughs> gonna be a much different <laughs> podcast. All you hear is rumble, rumble, rumble. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, is that that's that's important to understand? Is when it comes to other people, be assertive. When it comes to your life path and freedom, be aggressive. Yeah, you don't have to feel trapped in your life. You you have the right to have freedom. Yeah, and that's the freedom in your workspace. That's freedom in your relationship. That's freedom in your living space. It's you can change. Sometimes. Every situation is different. So because it's not conflicting, every situation is different. Sometimes you have to be aggressive and sometimes you have to be assertive and sometimes you're supposed to be quiet. That is not any advice. That's good advice. <laughs> it makes total sense. To me, it makes total. Am I the only one here? Am I the only one here? Yeah. All right. Let me recap. Let me recap. Reacting without action should be a regular course of action throughout the day. Don't yeah. react to every freaking thing that happens. Yes. Every conversation. Correct. Yes. Correct. If you want something done, if you need something to happen with yes. other people, it's important to be assertive. Okay. Donna, let's decide what we're having for dinner. That's being assertive. I'm instead of going, I don't know. I don't know. You make dinner. I don't know. I'm being assertive. Let's make a plan. Right. Donna, you're pinning me against the fucking wall. Yeah. I ought to be a badger. Get off me. I need to move out of the way. I have to be aggressive. Just because you're going to be aggressive back doesn't mean <laughs> I'm not going to be aggressive. Yeah. Sometimes you have to break up with people who aren't making you happy. Yeah. Be aggressive. Yeah. Pack your shit. Figure it out. Yeah. Get your money in order. Talk to friends who are supportive and get out. Get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs>
see the difference? Am I more clear now? Yes. Crystal? Crystal yes. clear? Thank you. That's better. All right. Sometimes I have to recap. I recap a lot. You do recap a I reca- lot. In my videos, they're so used to me recapping. Don't ask me why you reminded <laughs> me of a story I wanted to tell you. <laughs> when you said get out, it reminded me of a story that I don't think you remember or know. We went to the city to see Darren Brown. Oh, last we did week. Oh, I'm so upset with you. <laughs> you ruined everything for me. I didn't ruin everything. No, didn't I did ruin one particular okay, go ahead. bit go that he had, which is fine. Anyone who pays attention should be able to figure it out. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like, what? How did he do that? I'm like, no, no. This is how we did it. There's lots of things I don't know how he did, and he's awesome, and I recommend him. And watching his stuff on YouTube is really great. It's great. His math stuff is crazy. Yeah. Anywho. But while we were there, we drove by the Neil Simon Theater. And it reminded me of a story that um, I, I I think I was 13, 12 or 13. So you were little. You were like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And we were at our summer house up in the Adirondacks. And we did laundry once a week mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big to do, mm-hmm. which Laundry's to this a big day, to do. It's still which big. to this day, I won't do anybody else's laundry, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even, well, I've done Nico's. You would, you would do my laundry if I needed it. You would do it if I asked you. Maybe, yeah. but not on the regular. No, no, no. So anyhow, uh, mom struck up or a woman struck up a conversation with mom mm. at the mm. laundromat. Oh, wow. Do you remember this? No. Okay. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So. We were we would do the we would do the errands we would do the laundromat and the library, and in between me helping mom put the laundry in and going to the library, by the time I came back, mom and this woman were having a conversation. This woman was like um, a white woman in her forties, um, you know, ponytail, no makeup. I don't know on the heavy side, right? Uh, not descript. They were talking for a long time. Next thing I know. She's at the house. Mom. Oh, my God. Do you remember this? No. Okay. I'm just in so the story. Mom brings the woman to the house. Oh, my God. Bring in strangers. Bring in strangers to the house. She could have killed us. Right. So, um, I, we were, it was a, it was a cabin situation. We had no TV and right. no, obviously no Wi-Fi or whatever. Right. It's, you know, the 80s. And um, uh, I remember... She and mom really didn't have, they were just talking. It was like coffee and talking. And I heard mom say, Neil Simon, huh? And the woman was like, yeah. And mom was like, okay, it's time for you to go. And I was like eavesdropping, not eavesdropping. And mom poked her head into me (laughs) and said, watch your sisters. And mom drove her to town, which wasn't the same town where the laundromat was okay like mom just basically dropped her off okay in the nearest town oh wow and when she came back mom told me that this woman struck up a conversation with mom and it wasn't until the woman was in our house that mom quickly realized that she was a a con artist and she was the kind of person who was telling mom like she was doing a reflection Okay. You know that kind of like yeah. mind trick thing. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this when we were went to see oh, the hypnotist. Okay, okay. And well, he's not a hypnotist, but he's a mind influencer. A mentalist. He's yeah, a mentalist. he's a mentalist, and he's an influencer. And Chris was talking to me about he was like, um, 
one of the ways that he gets into people's heads is he'll say he'll shake your hand and he'll fuck up how you sh- how he shakes it right. to kind of shake you from the norm right. and kind of see your begin, eyes and yeah begin to get under his spell and I remember a mom saying you always have to be careful of the people who only tell you what you hear what you think you want to hear sure you, yeah be careful of people who only tell you things you want to hear right. or that and. The woman started um, doing a, a reflection thing with my mom. So the kind of thing of like, um, oh, yeah, uh, mom said, no, I grew up in the city. Oh, yeah, I've been in, I live in the city. Oh, yeah, I really like, well, what kind of books do you like to read? I like to read mysteries. I like to read mysteries, too. Um, anyway, this woman was trying to tell mom that she wrote with Neil Simon. Mm-hmm. And mom was like, what's your favorite Neil Simon play? Right, thinking that mom didn't know about yeah. it. Yeah. Because mom's really well read. Yeah. And and Neil Simon is like saying, I like Hershey's chocolate. Like you can anybody can name a Neil Simon play right. for the most part. But this woman Except decided for <laughs> Except for me. I don't But you also wouldn't use Neil it was weird. Right. But it was the eighties and right. I you know, it's not the same right. as whatever. Anyway, mom was like, What's your favorite Neil Simon play? And the woman couldn't really name one and she kept trying to um change the subject and mom just stopped the conversation immediately and was like it's time to go oh, wow and the woman was like oh well i just but i remember and mom was like we're going like she stood up and that's when she was like watch your sisters <laughs> i was just fascinated by mom and i remember being like mom was always the one who had an open house for strangers or friends or right, wanderers right. or whatever i've met many people at our thanksgiving table right like hi I'm Donna. I live here. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yes. I've met. I have been out in the real world where people have told me that they met me at my house. And I have met a lot of people saying, I'm going to stay in your, b-. I had to go sleep in the other room because somebody had my bed. Oh yeah. I, Many I times. never slept in my bed. Many That's times. That's why I slept with you. Right. Your bed was always available. You slept with me. Right. <laughs> Mom was always that. But I appreciate how she was just like, nope, you're out. <laughs> she, was she was a badger she was a she was a badger and she saved us oh i'm sorry but that's the punchline. Yeah. i'm you know i there's a part of me like sometimes there are things that pop up that i want to talk to mom about like yeah. what do you think that woman was like what was her end game was she gonna write checks was she looking <laughs> for mom's checkbook like i don't know she could have wanted and, a place she to did, stay. She yeah, she did need a place to that's stay. That's probably why. She definitely needed she a place a to wanderer. stay because mom was like, you can stay on our porch. Like, you can stay. And then that was it. And I, I thought of smart. that with the Darren Brown situation and then the badger. So does anybody know what Darren, who Darren Brown is? Because we mentioned everyone. So for Christmas, because we're talking about the holidays. So for Christmas, instead of buying gifts, we decided to do, um, what's that word? Exper- Experiences. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> we decided to do experiences so donna was like how about darren brown i love darren brown he's really great so we had a great time in the city we did and i was you totally i was so comfortable you were comfortable well, i was around, around all my charismatic adults <laughs> i had Ga- i had donna and henry and chris and then i had gabriel so yeah. i had all my charismatic adults so i yes. was like psh, i was like in the wind i was in the playground yeah. i was like everything was fine yeah it was although i kept nice saying time. don't lose me don't lose me in the car. i know <laughs> where are you where are you yeah so it was it was really it worked out perfect it was really a good time it's really fascinating because 
you know, being psychic, it's like the reality is like, yeah, there are times I'm really specific and I can get into somebody's head and it's pretty crazy. But I'm only uh, as open as the person across from me. Right. I'm only as good as you are. Right. You know, I say that all the time. Right. And so for him. Right. So when people are non-believers or whatever and they're like, read me. Those are the people yeah. I really. I think they help me. I think the, the spirits help me. Yeah. Just so I don't. Because I get really angry. It's like, yeah. don't test me. But watching him and the way he really was hypnotizing yeah and figure manipulating. that manipulating yeah um i think it is just an awareness <laughs> i think it's just yeah. like opens your eyes that it's so easy to be manipulative and, yeah and yeah. to and to make you think something and it's like yeah. a card trick yeah it was pretty fascinating although i do think he has a gift i think he also is very psychic as well i think you need to have some kind of third eye um you well, know we've always talked about that you know um I could tell how we don't somebody, know. We yeah. don't know. We don't use all of our brains. We no. don't know what our brain complete capacity is. Right. All that stuff. So who knows what kind of what right. what part of the brain he taps into? Right. And we all tap into a different brain that makes us feel comfortable as part of our path. Uh-huh. It can't distract us from our, from what we're supposed to be doing. Correct. If my root chakra was really big, you know, it's really <laughs> grounded. I definitely couldn't be doing what I'm doing. Right. If you had a really big cosmic which you do have a big cosmic butt. You have a good root chakra. I have chakra. a cosmic butt? Yep. Did you just tell me <laughs> no. I have a cosmic butt? I said if your root chakra... No, I don't know what I said anymore. You, you just said you have a big cosmic <laughs> butt. <laughs> Donna has a cosmic butt. You have a big cosmic butt. Everybody has a big butt. That's, <laughs> I do have a big butt. That's Pee Wee Herman from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Everybody has a big butt. Everybody has a big butt. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I want to just give everybody an update. I know we've had some people who messaged us about Donovan. Oh yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to every single person <gasps> who sent cards and gifts and packages to D man. I'm telling you it made his Christmas amazing. And he even wrote a little thank you note um, and, pu- and place and put it on Facebook. So thank you so much. It meant everything it really did it was very hard to think that this would be the first christmas um unless he was in the hospital you know and i would still be with him all day that he wasn't able to come home and it was a wise difficult decision for me but we actually had a very peaceful holiday mm-hmm. because i didn't push the expectations of what it was supposed to look like yeah and we changed the norm and he's he's doing fantastic actually he's coping better at school I've I'm not helicoptering anymore, uh, not parenting out of guilt. Um, I went to count. I'm going. I'm in therapy uh, to help me organize the mom role I'm having, and sh- this woman's really helping me. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're working on in your life, it's really important when you need help to get help. It doesn't, it, you know. And I think that our egos get in the way of that, and so that's why I'm like really grateful that I am walking the walk. That I said it right. Yes. Therapy. That's what's <laughs> happening. Therapy. I'm walking the walk. Um, and I th- and it's showing how what a difference it's it's making for me and how I'm parenting Donovan and letting go of the past because I would parent out of guilt and I'm not letting him grow up um, even even with his his um, challenges you know, and his obstacles, his mental obstacles. So he's doing good. He's doing really well. He's doing well in school. He's active. He's doing his own stuff. It's, it's really good. So even New Year's, I went to see him and, 
and uh, Uncle Chris got him all these, like, you know, wrestlers he wanted, and he was really happy. So, you know, I think that this expectation conversation is never, it's, it's never an ending conversation. Like, yeah. we should always be having that conversation. Let go of what you think normal's supposed to look like and go with what feels right. I know. But he's so beautiful and he's doing really well. So thank you, everybody, for your kind thoughts and pr- even thoughts and prayers work and conversations and people reaching out. He got dozens out. of cards. He got fat cat cards. He even got a s- Kristen gave him a stuffed animal, you know, got and so Jen much good stuff. And gave him a calendar. Thanks. Jen. It was just so amazing. Really. Yeah. That's what happens when you say, I'm not doing well. I need help. And you all showed up. And I'm going to show up for everybody. Now I'm going to show up for you. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. It's going to be great. That's my forecast. It's going to be great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What else? Oh, we want to talk about Patreon. Patreon is awesome. We have a new tier. Yes. It's called the Divination Mentee tier. That's a mouthful. So the divination tier is uh, if you want to learn about, because a lot of people are approaching me to want to learn more about divination and how to use it. So it's using, right now we're working on how to make your own divination board. Super fun. We're going to be talking about, next month we're going to talk about numbers, symbols, how to use that for divination. Talking about divination in general is about not future focus, but guidance focus. So it's to enhance your third eye. And um, you can check us out on patreon.com slash the sisters are in. We have four tiers now. So you can do $5 a month, 10, 20, and 38. So check us out. Yeah. It's awesome. It's uh, keeping it going. And we're able to do another workshop. That's yep. new at the end of the month. We're yep. going to do a journey and meditation. This is part of, I think, the conversation of coping in this crazy world. Donovan just called, oh, by Donovan's the way. Donovan's calling. Donovan right heard now. us talking about him. <laughs> I'll call him right back. Um, part of the, you know, how we cope in this crazy world and meditation's the way, you know? Yeah, we're going to be, uh, Donna had some great ideas about teaching different, showing different techniques on how to meditate because there's a block in a lot of people thinking the only way to meditate is closing your eyes and saying, oh, yeah, sitting, yeah, sitting cross-legged in your, you know, it's not. It's There's so all kinds of ways to be mindful. It's all about mindfulness, mindfulness and thought. Meditation means thought. It's actually about thinking, not necessarily just not thinking. Exactly. So I think the flow of that is going to set the year off because I know my spiritual goal this year is being calm. And people are like, but you're calm already. I'm like, not internally. And being internally calm is a pro- is a lifelong lives practice. Right. There's no way that we can walk through this world in this crazy world and coping with it that how do you stay calm and so this is the practice it starts inward and that's what we're going to be working on so i'm really proud of that yeah and um focusing on mental health and and kind of keeping our mental health well yeah. you know i think we have to do that yeah i think we have to do that and um you haven't pulled any cards lately i want you to pull three cards okay I usually listeners. do a forecast. All right, this is for you. I have no idea how it's going to... I have no idea. Well, of course, I don't have any idea because the cards didn't come out yet. <laughs> right. And also, what I love about Patreon is we do... Um, 
we do not only a card of the day, but I do the animal spirit of the week and talk about that symbolism. And it's really good to, to learn about the different ways you can get guidance from it's the actually, universe. Um, when you do the animal card of the week, I usually read up about that animal yeah. and whatever that message is, that's what I meditate on for the week. Part, I mean, not right, always, right. but sometimes I'll turn the radio off in the car and I'll think about, okay, koala is about you. That's where you came up with. Like, that's what yes. I think it's interesting that, yeah, well, I, you know what? I want to go back to that because you said it was rhetorical, but it's not what the koalas are going into another dimension because it's time for us. That's time for the message that we need to follow spirit. They're going to be our guides. The koala is coming for our, to be our guides. Not necessarily. Aww. Yeah. So Aww. I think it's a very positive thing and they're going to be, they're going to be happy. They're going to be free and happy. And I'm sorry they're going through that pain. It's terrible, but may, you know, may they be free, you know? So here it is. It's this year, 2020. Um, my forecast for this year is exactly this is that we're going to focus on our mental health stability. We're going to focus on, um, how we're going to cope in this crazy world and using the tools that we talk about. You're also going to be talking about communication and being healthy communicators. So we're going to focus on what we really need in this life to move forward. And when do we stay back and cultivate the creativity that spirit wants us to do to find our purpose? This year is about your purpose. I want you to think about, take a moment and really realize that your purpose is bigger than what you could ever imagine. And so let go of those expectations. So we're really free flowing this year. So let's do it. Write down in your journal, write, uh, take your pictures. If you're a photographer, you know, if you're a reader, be a reader. If you're a spiritualist, come talk to me. We need all the light workers that we possibly can get right now. Calling all cars, right, Don? Calling all cars. This is a good introspection. That's good. It's good. It's really good. I oh, like it. Oh, it's nice to be back. Feels great to be back. I love you, Don. I love you, Kim. I'm grateful. This is such a fun thing it's to gonna do. It's going to be a fun month to come. I think so. You'll see. I know so. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Don. Ow. Thank you.